0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Gamescast, our Dead Island 2 review. I'm your host, Blessing, Adioe Jr. Joining me is WWE superstar Greg Miller. Wow, he went to you Hey, Bless, how you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. I appreciate you going to me. Honestly, I just have a bullet pointed in the dock, and so mm-hmm. you're going to get it first no matter what. No matter I how right, we I' talking about set.
1: no looking at the doc.
0: Well, not for this show. I, I usually don't host this show. I no, not right looking, for this. Show. No doc looking. for KFG. Feeling D- inside, bless you. I'm going to feel it for KFGD. Okay, for okay. Gamescast,
1: I'm looking at the doc. Isn't that right? The master of hype, Snowback Mike. That is correct. Of course, Greg. As you know, we've put down the gauntlet for one blessing out of yo Junior. Throughout all of the week at Kind of Funny Games Daily, he has to do the sh- entire show intro, looking dead into the camera without staring at his notes.
0: Now, do you think you could do that for KFGD? For KFGD? Yeah. I think I can get pretty close.
2: We get to find out because Wednesday he's hosting.
0: Oh, still. You're the hostie Wednesday. Okay, there you go. Without the doc.
2: Wednesday, without
3: the doc, I will do it just
1: like you.
2: I
0: no. can't wait to see why are you throwing
3: show? the gauntlet down like why does it have to why does a gauntlet have to be thrown we want
2: to make each other better all right Yeah, exactly we're Andy. not like the people over on the kind of funny streaming side or maybe there's the kind of funny thing where they talk about goddamn bats all day long all right we good want job. to make
0: our content better a really good show sing, sing <laughs> I, I, did, a I did watch it today. it was really good, it was good. It was <laughs> really good <laughs> I like the part where you talked about bats <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing the globe trotting headshotting clicking heads and ripping them to shreds the Texas street Latino heat the Rootin' Tootin', three-point shootin', twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez.
3: I'm doing really, really great blessing. I'm ready to talk video games with you all. Um, and I'm ready to ask these guys about zombies.
2: Who do you, voodoo bitch? Where's that from? What do you like to know? It's from Dead Island. Wow. wow. That's the first. Dead you don't
1: Island. know that iconic song. This kid's on.
2: That's why he's not on the review. He's just here to ask questions. All right. he's he's like so many other people. You know what I mean? Who maybe don't remember 2011's yeah, Dead exactly. Island. Don't <laughs> they don't the remember. They don't remember the classic. game from 12 years ago. That's finally getting a sequel. When we're with talking with Sam
1: about. B. Who do you voodoo?
2: It's a great song. Is that
0: from the? Game? yeah there was a song on a who do you voodoo bitch by who Steve could B. forget
1: it's, <laughs> it's the opening of the game yeah, dude it's insane
0: <laughs> wait is it really from the opening of the game uh-huh yeah i did play like the first hour of that game i could not tell you about anything about You <laughs> <laughs> the original dead island <laughs> the original dead yeah. island yeah it opened but it up. also it was very unremarkable to me and so oh, okay. i'm very excited to talk about dead island too hear unremark- if it's just as I mean. unremarkable or if it's more remarkable because remember, this is the kind of funny games cast where each and every week we get together to talk about the hottest topics in video games. You can get the show ad-free. Watch it live as a record and get a whole bevy of bonus content over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers did Delaney Twining and tripod plus plus shout out to them. Or you can watch it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and roosteeth.com. Or you can listen on your favorite podcast service. Just search for kind of funny games cast. Remember you can use Epic creator code kind of funny on all Epic store and Epic in game purchases like Rocket league and Fortnite to help support the channel. Housekeeping for you Barrett's next video essays just around the corner. Join him on Wednesday, April 19th at 2 p.m. Pacific time after the game stream while he talks about why Jedi Fallen Order is his favorite Star Wars game on youtube.com slash games. And then over on Patreon for this week's Remember Blank, we're talking all about Remember That Game You Can't Believe Came Out in honor of Dead Island 2. Write in right now on kindoffunny.com slash rememberblank to get your memories read on the show. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money, but We'll tell you about that later, for now. <laughs> Let's begin with what is, and forever will be, topic of the show.
2: Tots, 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 tots. tots, tots. I like
0: it. Bring a little PS I Love You I flavor. I like that, yeah, of yeah, little you, touch, know, you gotta add little some touch. flavor to it. Uh, today is our Dead Island 2 review. Greg, you're a lead reviewer. Yeah. Mike, you've played the game. <laughs> I am more than halfway through the game. Andy, you've not touched the game. Don't plan on it. And that's the same thing for me, right? Where I, I have touched the, the, the game a little bit, but I've been waiting on the final verdict before, before seeing if I want to touch more of the game. Mm. Greg, as our lead reviewer, should I touch Dead Island 2? How much of it did you play? How much have you already touched? I touched 30 minutes. Okay. And it left you completely underwhelmed? I, yeah. I played 30 minutes and I was kind of like, all right, this doesn't seem remarkable. This is a Let me game. wait. This is a video game. I wasn't like, oh, this seems bad or anything. Yeah. It was like, a. this isn't blowing me away currently. I'm going to put it down and wait and see for reviews. I think then you probably shouldn't come back to it.
2: Uh, Dead Island 2 is, for me, a three a 3 out of 5 on the kind of funny scale. It is an okay video game, which, of course... I find you can have a lot of fun with, as you know, from of course, Sonic frontiers, right? That was one of your things. And early on when I was playing it, I was like, this strikes me as it's going to be a Sonic frontiers for me, which of course you infamously said it's a three out of five. I'm scoring it a three out of five, but it's a five out of five to me in terms of enjoyment, in terms of the world, yada, yada, yada. Dead Island two doesn't get there. Uh, What Dead Island two does is bring Dead Island and Dead Island Riptide into 2023. Uh, It brings it all in. I think While dropping the main complaints I found in 2011 and 2013 with the game, which were performance issues, uh, it not loading quickly, it crashing a lot, being buggy. I played on PlayStation 5. I had zero crashes. I found the loads to be very quick, very uh, good. I think the game itself is pretty in terms of, like, you see this L.A. cityscape right here as we go through and brawl in the hills with some people, right? Um, However, it's just an okay game. And it's that, you know, if you want to borrow, uh, of course, from our friends before, right, of it's swimming in in sevens, uh, three out of five out of five out of five. Like, there's nothing wrong with being an okay game. I thoroughly enjoy Dead Island, too. And it's funny. I went back and watched my Dead Island review in 2011 from IGN.com. I went back and watched my Dead Island Riptide review from 2013 on IGN.com. And both of those video reviews sound very similar to everything I'll say today. In terms of like, look, this isn't a fantastic game. In 20, 2011, I did give it a 8.0, 8. which was great. Then Riptide was a 7.2, and you can see it continuing uh-huh, yeah, as, yeah. as video games have caught up, changed, evolved, and done a bunch of stuff.
3: But it, it, And as we are less impressed by. Open
2: world zombies, yeah. right? Like, you hear me in, in Dead Island 2011 be like, yo, it's Fallout. It's an open world Fallout with zombies. That's cool, right? And it was. Now we have Dying Light. There's a million other things doing it, let alone zo- zombie fatigue. Open world changes, yada, yada. We'll get to all that. Um, For Dead Island 2, though, it is just like my my, my commentary on it is so much like Dead Island and Dead Island Riptide, where it's like, listen, Dead Island 2 I find to be fun. I like to run around zombie uh, RPG worlds. I like to get more powerful. Uh, I like to scavenge materials and then make my weapons better and see the numbers go up and be able to kill things quicker. Uh, however, it is the same uh, commentaries before where, listen, this is just empty calories. It is, It is. It is a. I think it is a fun video. It is a flat fun. It is a flat three out of five. It is an okay video game that I enjoyed my time with and I will continue to play right now until the next big thing, right? Until the next game comes around, it fills that gap, and that works for me right now as a reviewer. I think, as somebody who you know plays all these different games and is ready to move on to the next thing, and you know, of course, we have Star Wars. Of course, we have uh, Zelda. There's so much happening around us right now. I wonder what that means in 2013 to the audience, though, in terms of like this is a fun game. I think to go through and do stuff. Is it as good as Dying Light 2? No, Dying Light 2 is a better game, or oh, you know, as a complete package. Personally, in terms of worlds I like, I like the more, hey, the zombie outbreak just happened here. We are in a zombie movie, whereas Dying Light 2 is you're in Mad Max. This is, we've been living with this. We've changed and done stuff. But, you know, uh, the whole uh, parkouring of Dead Island, uh, or I'm sorry, Dying Light 2, uh, I think the w- twists and turns of the story up until the ending that we all hated, bless. Uh, there's more going on there to sink your teeth into, whereas Dying or Dead Island 2 is an enjoyable experience, It is the same, the 30 minutes you played, you are going to play. For me, it's 20 hours till I rolled credits on the story. And I did side stuff here and there, and I'm still going back and doing it. Uh, But it's going to be that, you know, exponentially. I do think it does interesting things in terms of, you know, instead of going through and leveling up and choosing your skills like you did in Dead, uh, Dead Island 1 and Dead Island Riptide, they've replaced it now with a card system. So as you level up, you pop a new card that you can then play on your deck or whatever, which then changes your stuff. And you know, as you do that or find them in the world, you can change it. And so by the end, I was getting things that I was putting into my build that was making like, oh, th- I, do sm- I do stomp heads when they're on the ground a lot. So being able to stomp ahead and either, you know, send off an explosion or get a bit of health back that is good for me. That is helpful for me. Oh, I you know, I am burning people a lot and using electricity on people a lot. So the fact that if I do that and they die with it, they explode and take out the zombies around them. That's a good buff for me. However, like, you know, it still is just running around melee weapons for the most part. There are guns in the game, but not. it's not a first-person shooter. I wouldn't go that way. There's a lot more to talk about, but I am just hogging the thing. Yeah. I think it's a, a 3 out of 10. It is a 3 out of 10. I enjoy if you... Liked Dead Island. If you like Dead Island Riptide, there's no reason not to like this, but it's not like it's reinventing the wheel or really turning your head.
0: One more thing I want to piggyback and on to before... to be clear, a, a no, 3 before. out of 5 just uh, before Got to say 3 in. out of 10 again? Sorry.
2: Going back and watching the IGN reviews and putting my IGN scores in my head have thrown it off today as I've talked to other people about it.
0: Before we get to Mike, three out of five. one thing I want to piggyback on based on what you just said. Um, I've been looking forward to this game for the idea of, man, I hope this can be what Dead, what Dying Light 2 was for me last year. Yeah, Where I went into Dying Light 2, I had low expectations... Ended up enjoying that game a lot because it fulfilled this oh man okay i'm getting a lot of quests i'm enjoying this parkour going through this world um fighting the zombies doing the puzzles the obstacles whatever they throw at me i really just enjoyed the moment of that game watching the reveal trailer or the re-reveal trailer for dead island 2 it seemed like it had this fun energy to it that i thought could be a mm-hmm. secret sauce for dead island 2 would you say that this game has any secret sauce that separates it from Dying Light 2 for people who might have played that game and want to hop into another game that's like it. Well,
2: specifically jumping off your point, I think that's a big missed opportunity for it. Of course, you're Mm -hmm. in L.A., you know, L.A., as they call it over and over again. It opens with, you know, you and, of course, you can pick between four survivors to play as. Of course, this is co-op. You can get in with other people, yada, yada, yada.
1: Six. Six survivors. Oh
2: shit, really? Six I slaves. I picked yeah. my I picked Amy and never looked back. <laughs> he got the first person that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I went through, the them, all. I went through all. them all. <laughs> I,
3: they're all like class based, I'm assuming.
2: Yeah, they have different you have innate cards. You every person starts with two cards. Okay. So you have built-in abilities, and I liked Amy's the most. That's why I started there. Thanks for the correction, Mike. Yeah. Um But yeah, outside of their personalities, I think you get in that opening cutscene of the the plane. I don't think they double down enough on that where LA should be. It, it is this really colorful places you've seen there. Right. And I feel like they could have done a lot more with that and they don't. So instead it is like, you see, I think they're working with well-known stereotypes for the LA actress, the assistant, right? Uh, the bunker guy who's going to sit down here and has missed the whole thing, but has kind of been looking forward to it. A number of other ones in there, muscle bound dudes. It's, they don't, but they don't play it up, right? They don't do that to really make you go, oh ha 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 this is a fun satire of it nor do they give you anything interesting with it i think the story is the most forgettable thing about it where it's just like uh, at i uh, uh, barrett the other day was talking to me about a game he was playing and he's like yeah i've been looking for a game to play with a podcast and like this is a podcast game where like i would you, I, I would probably you know end up muting the voice work for the other characters or whatever or skipping every cutscene, but still being able to hear zombies but listening to
0: something while i play mike what's been
1: your experience so far yeah greg did a great job of running through that and you know, to keep up with the word of the day, this is a unremarkable game. But I did not expect Dying Light or Dying Dead Island two <laughs> to be remarkable. three remarkable 10, the Dying Light, dying so uh, I, I wasn't looking for this game to be a remarkable video game. I was looking for this to be a fun video game, and I actually had a really tough time finding the fun over the nights that I played this. I think Greg has touched on a lot of key points. I think going into Dead Island two and having it hella and kind of playing that up, I would have thought they would have brought more fun into the characters that you meet, the dialogue, the writing just seem to fall flat. It just becomes very basic lines. No characters will stand out or be remarkable to you of like, oh man, do you remember that fun hippie dude up in the hills? Like yeah. none of them will be that. And that's an unfortunate part right there, because I think that's where you do separate yourself from Dying Light 2, right? I think the movement is a big miss. Coming off the back of Dying Light 2, I am surprised that we didn't have a grapple hook. I am surprised we didn't have a wall run or some sort of crazy double jump, right? Like, it really kept to boots on the ground. There's a small light slide. You have a dodge that plays out pretty well if you get used to the dodge mechanic. But really, they missed the fun factor in this game. And for me... I expect to see reviews landing at the 6 out of 10 marker. I think we'll have some highs of 8s. We'll have some lows of about 4. But I think this is going to settle in on the 6 to 7 range. I'd be shocked to
2: see some 8s. I'd be shocked Uh, to see 8s.
1: There will always be one nutcase that will give you an (laughs) (laughs) 8. I can guarantee you when we open this up on release date, there will be one nutcase with an 8 out of there. Uh, But I'm more on the 2 out of 5 on the kind of funny scale. Um, This is a... Very densely populated, well-done, detailed open world, semi-open world. Of course, it's now broken into a bunch of different zones that you will instantly recognize. And I was impressed. I talked about it during our preview on Kind of Funny Games Daily of like, I'm impressed with the detail. The world looks good, right? It is next-gen when it comes to the graphical fidelity, what the zombies look like, how you can rip and tear and just break apart the zombies is truly impressive, right? Like, if you get a sledgehammer to the top of the zombies, you can rip that wig right off, and it is awesome to see the insides of the skull and all the bones and flesh. Like, I am really impressed with what they did on the zombie side of things. When it comes to just the fun, that's where it's really going to get lost on is if you're turning it into a podcast game, that's too bad, right? Because I'm looking for the fun dialogue. I am looking for that, but yeah, 80% of the game, you could take your headphones off. You wouldn't miss anything. I promise you, you know what I mean? that's kind of disappointing on the other side of like, when we talk about video games, I didn't know we want to just listen to metal music over the video game, right? That's certain kinds. Um, But yeah, the fun factor is missed there. The card system is interesting, right? As Greg said, it is fun to build and change up your loadout. It is just us moving away from a skill tree and saying, how can we still put those skills and attribute points into something different? Oh, what if we just gave you cards instead? I think it's a beautification of the skill tree as we move into that next generation of video games and what everybody wants to play. Each one of the Slayers all have its interesting attributes. I will tell you, I picked Bruno, which looks like Little Pump right? Like all tatted up. He's got the little pink dreadlocks. You think that he's going to be interested in fun. And the unfortunate part is, is his dialogue lines right from the moment go sound like generic soldier 42, right? He has no charisma, nothing that stands out. And it is disappointing, right? Because I thought we'd get some flashy wild characters. I bring up again, the fun, but like, I thought at least our slayers would have some fun dialogue lines. Unfortunately, nothing really pops out at me or stands out and is memorable. Uh, On top of that, I would be very encouraging, and I would tell each and every one of you that's about to jump into this game, be mindful of who you pick. I picked Bruno. He is the least amount of health possible, and I will tell you that that is going to become a factor because it is a melee-centric game. You're going to be in the weeds with these zombies, and I found a lot of frustration coming from not having enough health, dying quickly, and having to replay parts over and over again, which was very surprising to me, right? I thought... We'd have a little more love there, but he is very much dodge and weave. And the moment that you don't read one right, you're going to go down in about three hits with Bruno. So I really encourage you to take a look at your play style. Be mindful of that and look at the characters in front of you. Don't pick off of just looks alone like I did with Bruno, which is unfortunate. But And
2: that's one of those spaces where I think the card system works against it based on the traditional skill tree. Yeah. Where I wish it could be that you could, okay, I'm going to invest in my health points. Exactly. Go do this. I thought it was crazy that our my inventory never expanded.
1: Other, you know what I mean you like just had the wheel is right you're yeah, stuck yeah. With,
2: yeah you have a wheel and then you have the back end and I forget I want to say it's like eight and eight but don't quote me on that but there's the section you have on like the hotkeys and then the section you have like in your backpack yeah and I thought for sure I was gonna expand out so I could carry more stuff never did and of course this is a big game of scavenging and looting like you are going through and looting every suitcase looting every room if you're playing like i do and you want to be meticulous Mm -hmm. that way to find the secret messages but also but get better weapons to then either break down for the components to then upgrade or to take back and sell the people to get the money to buy the things you need to go off of uh, traders that are out there
1: definitely and to wrap it up i mean of course crafting is going to be at the high end of this game right like dead island dying light dead rising it's all about crafting right it is putting the player first of hey, you need to go into these menus, you need to craft, right? You need to make it your own. And that's the fun part about this game is like, there's a lot of awesome environmental cues where you can stand by a kiddie pool and just electrocute all the zombies. You can blow up fire barrels and have some fun with that. But that comes on the player to Make it your own playground. So you're going to have to really get in the weeds. With crafting to make that a good time. Um, You know all in all. I think it is a well done world. I think Hell is much better than Dying Light. On the con- contrast of where you're at. What the story is. The beautification of it all. I love how detailed it is. It is much shorter. Only 24 levels. Very interesting on that one. 24 main missions. It has a lot of side missions to do it has a lot of collectibles to go get lost in so i am impressed with that but i am blown away that it's such a short game right this is going to be about three nights if you're really tearing through this game and so i don't know uh where i fall on that one i think they want you to replay it with others in co-op i think they want you to check out the other slayers is right but when you first kick it on you play that first night you're going to go out to the menu and it's going to say oh you did 11 out of 24 missions i think a lot of players are going to go man that's a short game right there, which is interesting to me.
2: Sure. Yeah. The, I, I appreciate that the homepage drops that information on you, right? Uh, 24 story quests, 33 side quests, 15 lost and found quests, and then 84 challenges. The challenges, I will only pay attention to for trophies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, yeah, the rest being there. Side quests, I still have a ton left to do, though. But yeah. again, what do you You know, bang for your buck. What do exactly. you want to do? And also, but no, I,
1: nothing stands out on the side quests. But know, that's the thing special. about
2: it, right? Which I think is interesting because we're both on the same page in a lot of ways. Mm hmm. I feel like for me, the fun factor did come from, oh, I really love this katana. Oh, it's electrified. That's great. Stick with it. You know, earn the materials, get the money so that I can increase it with my level. Eventually, get something better that's more, you know, a legendary or a superior Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Uh, Cycle those things in, break it all down and make my weapons different. Because for me, the fun of it is getting from point A to point B. How am I going to kill the zombies? And one of the things you bring up, right, is uh, using the sandbox nature Mm -hmm. of it, right? This game, I would say what when Dam Buster took over uh for this, because of course, remember, uh, Dead Island 2 has had a hellish development cycle, correct? Right? Jaeger Development was originally hired to develop Dead LA. Island. Nice. Dead Island 2 in 2012, but was removed from the project in 2015, replaced by Sumo Digital the following year. Sumo Digital was also removed with Dam Buster, an internal studio of Deep Silver becoming the developers in 2019. I think. Not to its detriment, because, again, I'm a guy who professionally reviewed two of these games, or three of them now, but two before, right? And when I went and watched my video reviews, that's when I was like, oh, right, that zombies in, from Dead Island 2 was in that game. Oh, that, uh, oh, they're the butcher, the giant crusher, like you, the exploder, slopper, spitter, whatever they call them. I'm like, oh, right, these are guys from the other game that are back in this game. I think Dan Buster really looked at this and was like, we want to make a modern Dead Island, Mm -hmm. for better or worse. Uh, Obviously, a little bit better, but I don't know. And it is technically. Uh, We want to do all these different things, but what is our stamp on it? And like, you know, both Dead Island and, of course, Dying Light, and like you said, uh, even Dead Rising, right? Modding your weapons isn't new. That was, back in the day, a big thing I remember for uh, Dead Island 1 when I was playing that one. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm making an electrified knife. Neat. Obviously, it's all old now what they really did to step up and say, this is what's going to separate ours is these environmental hazards. Yeah. So every place you go has water, like, you know, the jerry cans of water or gas around the big red tanks, the gas spills, uh, water with, you know, the electrical cable hanging in and dilapidated buildings. And this is all meant for you to rather than get, into a scrum, get surrounded by 20 zombies. It's meant to be that, you know, you light the fire, step back, bait them to you, let the fire do a lot of the work till you're down to like the apex variants they call it and stuff like
1: that. It's interesting, you know, talking about the environmental hazards, right? It's cool at first. It becomes very repetitive after a while. I'm sure all the gamers in the comments will be like, oh man, it's the same red barrel. It's the same kiddie pool with the electric. I do wish that they took that to another level, right? Like we saw in Dying Light 2, which was very interesting of like, environmental hazards became traps and we just played of course callisto protocol where you were grabbing the zombie monsters throwing them into just wall traps i wish there was some elevation of hey let's put some traps around here let's have some fun with that because it is hey there's 20 red barrels hey there's just a downed electrical wire throw some water on it like it doesn't really get past that point point. and i think we could have played a little bit more in the sandbox like you said of like what else can we put here because it comes down to environmental hazards Puzzle solving is also the same generic I, puzzle all I, the time. We should save that. All I excel. mean, we're going to talk a lot about like some of the pitfalls here, but I think you had a lot, a lot of room to play in this genre that is the open world hack and slash zombie slaying game, and they took a lot of like, let's just stick with Di- or Dead Island, let's which, be that, which is fine, but also at the same time, twenty twenty three, that's why. Push that. I, that's why
2: again, it. like I think if you are interested in this game yeah it's a fun time for me you know if you're mm-hmm. a, a dead island fan but it is that same thing where it's just like you could pass by and not play it and be fine it's not yeah. that kind of thing but like yeah to your point you're 100 percent correct of like it is that thing of like you walk in and there is the giant pool of water the giant thing of gasoline you're like okay like you know like maybe i use it maybe i don't as my weapons got better i didn't it became fine. there's you know you talk about dying a lot which and i'm not Making a joke here wasn't my case for the most part. Mm-hmm. It would be the you know the giant inflex points like you're talking about yes. inflection points where it was like here's a main mission. When I when you, I would die in just a casual fashion, I was kind of impressed of it. Even though it's I'm playing a single player, it would load me in as if it was a co-op game where I came back and the people I killed were all, still dead. It was now down to the people I was fighting already. If I'd open a door, I'm like okay, cool. That doesn't work for boss battles for big story yes. beat moments. You have to sit through the cutscene and go in it again, which. I didn't find it annoying. I honestly felt like that level of strategy of like, fuck, I almost had it. But that last second, they spawned an exploder from there. So this time I'm going to do, like, I liked that. And that was when I was using the environmental hazards and feeling really cool about it. Whereas the other times were like, all right, cool. Fire, run backwards. They're running into it. Done with them. Run around. Like It wasn't like an awesome, awesome thing. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was
1: going to say it was so interesting, the checkpoints, because I noticed that too of like, what is going on with these checkpoints? Because when you're in the open world, yeah, those zombies are already dead. Like you've made progress and that felt good and rewarding when you'd get like those deaths that you're like, ah, that's BS. You know what I mean? But yeah, when you're in the normal story, it was like, oh no, you're back to a real checkpoint here. Redo it all again. And it was like, man, as a single player, especially on Bruno's side with no health, it felt frustrating because on the opposite side, when you did get that checkpoint and a number of zombies were taken down, it's like, oh, that's nice. That's rewarding. I feel like I'm chipping away I'm dead. I can come back and have a better try. Like it, it is a little demoralizing restarting everything when it's like, Oh, that's a better checkpoint system right there.
2: I think, you know, again, I think part of it is probably a bit of philosophy in terms of what they want. And I'm projecting here. I don't know. My thought would be, since it's a multiplayer game, they want you to be able to drop in, Mm -hmm. encourage you to open your game and let people in for those points. Uh, Again, you get through them or maybe you're frustrated and quit the game and don't come back. I enjoyed doing it personally. And there was one. Yeah. Last two nights ago, I guess, uh, which was the final boss. Where I was like, it was a, a series of fuck, but it was always a fuck. I'm gonna get it. Fuck, I, oh, didn't get it this time. Fuck, okay, well, do, and like, in like, ah, oh, I got it in like that moment. Like, mm-hmm. I loved
3: that. From Mike, who said he was struggling with some of the difficulty. What are the accessibility and difficulty options, if I'd- at all?
1: I didn't notice any difficulty options I I thought I looked to go into easy mode I did not see any I could be wrong but like I thought I kicked that on and was like where's the easy mode when I was playing as Bruno a number of times and never saw one
2: yeah I never even looked for it so I couldn't tell you be truthful on that one yeah I know that like you know one of my things was the idea of you know it's a it's a you're leveling as you play the game right Mm. early on uh, very early on in the hills of Hollywood or whatever I went off to the side and was greeted with some zombies that had a big skull on them like oh shit okay they, they sure enough they killed me in one hit right and they were just normal ass zombies it was like okay well i'm this is gated to some degree i shouldn't go that way blah 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 when i got later in the game and we were into like okay it's pretty much the final run of like again you're counting down on the main screen i think it was when i had three or two or three missions left i popped in to take on the main mission and they were two levels above me Mm. which was like oh shit i'm getting hit here and it's actually hurting i need to be a bit more I, i die a few times against normal ass zombies and i was like cool clearly when i kill them i'm going to get more XP than normal. No, you kill them. You got the same amount as XPs if I was fighting the normal thing. I was like, oh, that's lame. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to be challenged, I think I should get the reward there.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting system of like this leveling system, but also the enemies are leveling up with you. So you're going into spots where it's like they're a little bit higher than you. I found that to be really interesting of like, could we have done this differently where they're just zombies? Did I need the health bar there? Do we need to really have them level up with me? Right? I think some of the frustrations I had was like coming around the corner, you're like, Why does this guy got a skull on his head? Like, do we really need that? Like, let's just have fun. Let me take on the big thwacking zombie, you know, the big muscle head, and let's just have a good time, right? Like, why does he need to have five levels ahead of me? It's very interesting. I'm like, that uh, I'd like to know the inner outs of that, of like, why can't they just all be regular zombies here? Sure.
2: Uh, You know, while we're starting to teeter over here, I think things that are cons, uh, for me, the biggest con, again, I think, yeah, I think for Dan Buster to come in here. I would have loved to have seen what Jaeger was doing and what Sumo was doing, right? Because this is so safe. This is so just Dead Island that you have to imagine that the other two Dead Island twos that never saw the light of day, maybe were off track or behind, but must have hopefully been something radically mm-hmm. different. In this one, they were like, Dan Buster, just fucking make Dead Island again, and they made Dead Island yeah. again. And like we keep saying, that's fine for if you like Dead Island or whatever, but like, how does it work in 2023? It is... I would almost say unforgivable that they don't have crossplay for this. Oh,
4: like, yeah, well, unforgivable. The first thing when you log in, you, thing, yeah. you turn
2: it on and it says connecting to e- Epic servers or whatever. Online, you know, and it's like, well, well, why am I not logging with my Epic game account to play with everybody? Instead, you are siloed. You play with PlayStation people, you play with Xbox people, you play with PC people. You're not able to get in there and use your Epic name and go crossplay, which is stupid for a game that is all about, hey, get in there with your friends and go mm. play multiplayer and go kill some stuff. Yeah,
1: especially a game that's going to have probably a smaller audience, yeah. right, of like, I'm going to struggle to convince my friends after this review to buy this at full price, right? And then on top of that, it's like, yeah, crossplay is a must in 2023, especially for a game like this. There's really no reason that you're not pushing for that and really working hard to achieve that goal. Because, yeah, everybody should be playing with each other here no matter what system they want. You yeah. know, a, a copy sold is a copy sold in my book. Mm-hmm. So let's make that happen is right. Now I want to talk more about Dead Island too.
0: But before we do, I want to tell the world about patreon.com slash kind of funny games over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can get the show ad free and speaking of ads let us tell you about our sponsors
4: shout out to rocket money for sponsoring this episode we all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use or do we do you know how much your subscriptions really cost most americans think they spend around 80 dollars a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 that's right You, you, you out there. Money.com slash kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny r o c k e t m o n e y dot com slash kind of funny
0: now one question i have right we talked about dead island 2 being in development hell right Deve- development hell A, development limbo um are there elements of the game that feel like they live in the past from that you know you talk about it seeing multiple studios yeah. are there things where it feels like Oh yes. Came up with this idea in 2013 or 2014. And on the flip side, are there things that dead Island two brings to the table that feel brand new, that feel fresh?
2: I, I would s- uh, yeah. my, my honest knee jerk reaction without having thought about it ahead of time would be no. And no, Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, you know, you j- made a comment about it at the top that, you know, one of the remember blanks this week on patreon.com slash kind of funny is uh, a game. You can't believe came out. Like, for everything Dead Island Two's gone through, the fact that it's out and about to be upon everybody is crazy. But it's also when I booted it up, like even though when Mike went to the preview event, I was like, "How was it?" Like I was expecting it to be, dude. It is dog shit. It doesn't work. It doesn't. And then he's like, "No, oh, it's fine. It's not." You know, blah blah. And like, oh shit, okay. And so when I booted it up, I'm like, clearly there will be something wrong. And I played it through and it. I was like, oh no. And again, it's such a weird one, and I think it's so reminiscent of my last Dead, I- my last two Dead Island reviews, right? Of like. There's nothing wrong. It just is. It's just, it is a video game. It is a flat three. It is okay in that you can take that however you want to and whatever you want to do with it. But in the same breath, yeah, there's, I don't think there's anything this game does that I was like, wow, that is a cool, inventive new idea. I think it is a conglomeration of everything from Dead Island before it, you know, new systems or menus and UIs. I think the UI looks great for the most part. Um, i guess the world looks great and the ui in your hud and stuff looks great the two different menus i'm never a fan of come on just no. give me one menu yeah. to get into yeah, and make it wanna, cleaner. you know anyways uh anyways that but then it's like again the only thing they do this time around is the environmental hazards but they're so on the fucking nose it's the same with their puzzles mm-hmm. you want to talk about why dying light 2 is a better game than than dead island 2 right it was remember in our review for dying light 2 we had conversations of like how much i enjoyed just going into rooms and like oh what do I need to do And that power can do it goes there but I, I can't get there but if I do you know oh wow this is really fun dead island Two is oh my god you walk into this room and I got to turn all these valves to make the numbers match the numbers on the thing and like Mike mm-hmm. never even learned it he just randomly spun wheels and <laughs> uh-huh. got it all that happen. it's and it's yeah. like there's a few other of like oh this security office is locked right and you see the lock box, and then it goes up to these two power cords that split off and go, and you come around and you smash the one box and you walk around and you throw your ninja
1: star through the window and take out the other box and you're like, all right, walk into yeah. the security thing. It's the like, other main one is, oh, the gate doesn't have power. Oh, just go grab yeah. a box and put it back into the other box. It's very, very basic. You'll do that probably 20 times. Circuit Maybe breakers more. are big. A lot they, they, of circuit breakers in this a lot world. Of circuit breakers <laughs> I, that have no vision there.
3: I'd say I'm still kind of confused about the overall gameplay loop because when I look at a game like Dying Light and – We did a sponsored stream for it where I kind of understood the rhythm and kind of what Dying Light was asking of the player. And there was a lot of stealth. There was a lot of finding the big watchtowers to then find your checkpoints. There was, it seemed like there was a lot of kind of like, the world was very living, right? And that was kind of the problem that I had with Redfall when we played it. This is a world that's living dead. Oh, shit. Whoa.
2: Is this like, is this more like Far Cry? No, I still think it's more like Fallout. And I, yes. I, you know what I mean where it's like it, this is a this is a RPG. This is a you go to home base or whatever the new base is, you check in with everybody there, they give you your quest, you run out, Okay. you do the quest and you know, you loot along the way and fight other stuff and you might you can find a side quest if you, you want Are you upgrading to. your home base? No, nope. cuz oh. it's like you're in multiple bases since it's no longer um Well, since it's not open world, it's open zone. Uh, Like, you'll eventually, late in the game, unlock fast travel between all of them. Mm. So it's like, you know, you have your map and you can go to the Mm -hmm. fish shop in Venice. I might be getting that wrong wrong where it is, but, like, it doesn't matter. You go to your mansion in the Hollywood Hills or whatever and, like, bounce between those. But you're not, like, doing anything there to make them better. It's strictly, like you're it's more like you're walking into megaton getting the mission from okay. whoever leaving and then you have different spots like that to go to mm-hmm. and so you know there's a main storyline that's pushing along your character or whatever moving along but again it's not only is it forgettable it's like the same i feel like the same zombie story i've seen and i granted i love zombies and i you know read and watch as much as i can about zombies but like it's the same it, it is horror slash zombie schlock like there it's just like you know like Pretty predictable, I think, across the board when you introduce things, what's gonna happen. Then they even do the thing at the end where they make it way more complicated than they need to make it. It's just like, Come on. Just you just you're a survivor and it's a zombie world. What are we doing here or whatever? But
1: Yeah, interesting how, you know, they kept it so true to form from the original. It's interesting, when I think of Dead Island Riptide, my mind goes to the horde mode moments that they had in those missions where you would fortify around you a little mini base and fight off hordes of zombies, and that was a big one in Riptide that I remember. Sure, it was multiplayer, right? And this one's multiplayer as well, but didn't notice any missions that were like, hey, hold this point, and oh, craft the barbed wire fence there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put a little mini trap there. Like, they didn't have a single one of those, and I thought... You know, if we're going to stay true to form and we're going to really just feel like it's 2011 all over again, why not have pieces from each one, right? And I think Riptide, that was the big one from Riptide. Surprisingly, they didn't even have one feeling of that, which is weird to me.
2: Yeah, again, like back to Blessing's initial question, you know, Bless, you touched it for 30 minutes. And I do think I'm not, it does, to say, oh, it, it doesn't change. That's the entire way isn't 100% correct. Like I said, you get more powerful. You know, when I unlocked the, what is it, uh, strike, dash strike. That was cool. I really enjoyed that. I'm strike dashing. And I, when I did that, it finally started clicking of the dodging, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I should be lighter on my feet and move this way and do that, which opened it up for me. And you get running drop kicks and you know, you you're, expanding, eventually they introduce the thing, of course, as you know, the whole thing with dying, uh, no, Dead Island, is that you are, you know, you can't be infected, you're special. That's always been the story for every one of these games. It's the same thing here, and eventually, you know, that evolves this time around into you having the whole Fury ability, where you can go black and white, like, rage mode and kill everything, and then eventually you can start using perks that would actually turn you more towards a zombie and, like, fills in a different bar, and you start having pros and cons of, like, you do this and you'll do more damage, but you'll be less of this, blah, 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 and it's just like, that's an interesting idea or whatever. It's been done before. I also never felt I'm I, by that point. I was so fucking powerful. I was like, why would I sacrifice any of this to go do that? Like do, do all of these
3: different, what do you, what are these heroes called? These legends? What slayers. Are, what, do these slayers have like an ultimate ability?
1: Well, the ultimate ability is become a zombie and then you just swipe your hands at them. And so of course the card, they will, all have that. Yeah. Everybody's oh, okay. going to become that. Again, so, you know, you plug in your slayer to yes. the, the narrative. So everybody's having the same story mm. the same stuff. And so, of course, the cards will affect, you know, what does your ultimate ability have, like Greg said, right? Is there, Are you regening health? Are you pushing zombies away after each hit? Like, each card will dictate what kind of small little twists and turns you'll have on that ability. But it will stay true to form. Everybody will get the... Two hands slay it out for gotcha. 15, 20 seconds.
0: Do the personalities come out in the story? Because when I when you're going through and choosing between the different slayers, they have an intro where you kind of get like a little piece of each of them, right? Where they introduce the characters. Mm-hmm. And they seem like they're dynamically different characters, at least in personality and how they present.
1: Does that reflect in the story itself? So I got to play two because I played the preview. Uh, Amy was the Irish rock star. The uh, Oh, not Amy. Uh, I was going to say, no, I don't, know what, I don't know what Amy's name is. My girl was an Irish rock star. She was a band gal. Amy Gills. And she <laughs> had a little bit more energy, a little more uh, fun line delivery when it came to it. But, like, that was going to certainly wear off after six-plus hours into it. Bruno, like I said, you thought off of just looks alone, he was going to have some fun char- uh, charisma. No, he fell off. I think they're all pretty basic lines. I don't think Olaf. <laughs> I think in I think in the twenty four missions and probably the ten hours to fifteen hours you're gonna play this, I don't think any one of them will come away besides just looking at their hands looking different mm. for each person. Unless yep. Greg, you think so. No. You know? I mean that was my
2: thing. I, I pl- I'm trying to see if I I bet thing. your name is Danny, if I had to guess. Oh, uh, that name. would make Amy. sense. Yeah. I was Amy. Uh and no I, I I liked her delivery I liked the performance fine but it's not like we're in her head at any point I think the most you get is like in the very beginning she has some line about like oh man I'm supposed to be in Atlanta or whatever for the Paralympics soon or whatever and I was like oh that's cool because she has a um um what do you, what a prosthetic lip. prosthetic yeah yeah so it's like oh that's cool or whatever and that kind of explains why she's so athletic or whatever and there's a few times where she's like oh come on Ames that was stupid but I was like oh that's cute but it's like I, you don't get to know her but I thought her
1: performance was fine and, and whatever but Yeah, no, I was good. Opening also, opening cinematic is something. Greg, I'll tell you what. uh, You watched that original announcement trailer like you brought up, Mm -hmm. Blessing, with the fun. The opening cinematic is like, whoa, what is happening in this vision right now? Because it is bad. It is real bad. That's not a good opening cinematic. Why do you are running through the plane all the hells breaking loose? Oh man. I, I was like, man, I think we could have I think we could have done a little bit better on this one. But yes. I think that's the only time you get to see the Six Slayers with their, you know, interesting personalities shine, right? Every uh, single one is well, rolling up good. to plane in a different different way and you're going, "Oh, wow." And then you get to pick who you want to be off of just like the 15 seconds they get each, you mm-hmm. know, in a minute of screen time.
0: Another thing I want to talk about is weapons. So, like, I could have sworn, and we talked about it a little bit, right? Like, in the original Dead Island, weapons were a big thing, especially the melee weapons. And I went through to IGN to check out, like, okay, what what is the list of melee weapons? And they have a long list, right? You're talking about, like, axes, a bat, a bat a baton, broomstick, a frying pan, a hand bow. You, gotta, uh, you got Wolverine claws, headstand. right? hmm Oh, hell yeah. Oh, this looks dope as hell. Um, but yeah, like, what is the weapon selection like in this game? Does it feel like they're elevating things at all? Or does it feel like, okay, cool, it's more Dead Island, they're just
1: adding in the same melee weapons? For me, Super Dead Island. I don't think anything was new to me where it's was like, oh my god, this is fresh, right? Like, Maybe there's some iterations I didn't remember from circuit 2011, right? Go. Like, Get just that door breaker. closed. Use the circuit breaker. You'll do that a lot. Um, but, like, I had a cool pitchfork that I put on fire, right? And, yeah. like, you you poke them until, like, <laughs> their little fire gauge goes up. But then, yeah, you have some special moments where either you charge up the weapon all the way, or you get, like, the special kill moment, yeah. and you'll see something Finishers. cool where the axe will go into the forehead, or the pitchfork will go up through the bottom of their mouth, through their eyeballs. Like, There's some cool moments like that, but weapon-wise, this is the generic, ultimate generic melee weapons. I don't think there's anything that stands out-wise. I want to say there's something that
2: stands out. I do appreciate uh, that you find your fit. Where it's like I used the pitchfork and I didn't like it, and I used a f- couple. There's like a bow staff, and I was like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that are like longer weapons or the more like heavy duty, hard swing weapons, right? And I stayed away from those after I tried them and stuck mainly to katanas, baseball bats, uh, uh butcher knives or uh, hatchets, and I was like really happy with that. And then it gets into, of course, you know, we talked about it, but modding your weapons, going to there, you know, you unlock blueprints as you play and level up, but you find them in the thing, you can buy them as well. So it's you know, I have the electricity katana and the fire katana and then i got a bleed damage baseball bat and then i got this one baseball bat that's you know up the limb uh, or the, uh, the ability to hack off limbs or whatever it's like you can't uh, put a mushroom on a shield can't you know? put a mushroom on i a like shield. to step it up <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you do get to build if you want an arsenal that is yours and again like it's similar with the guns where guns aren't a huge part of the game but you find them as you go. And, like, you know, even though I had an Uzi and a marksman rifle, I stuck to just the uh, assault rifle and then my shotgun, which eventually I got an uh, electric shotgun. You know what I mean? Like, there's stuff like that that is there and shakes it up. But anything revolutionary? No. Again, this is a flat three out of five. <laughs> this is, Nothing's Thank revolutionary about this game. Uh, it's just, it can't. I found the fun and it mic'd in it. Mike
0: didn't. <laughs> so I, I got a two part question, which is a bit lo- loaded, but, you know, follow me. Is there? Does it feel like there's space for Dead Island 3 after this game? And also, what would you want out of a
1: Dead Island 3 if they were going to go that direction? Uh, I mean, yes, I think there is space for a Dead Island 3. I think there's ways to improve upon that. I think movement is key, right? You do have to find a way to marry what Dying Light does with grappling hooks, parkour, mirror's edge, running. If you added that onto this with the world that they have, you have a really good mix of some big time winners, but then also it comes back to the fun, right? You have some nice touches in the sandbox that Greg talked about, right? Of like finding your own fun, creating the fun. There's a sandbox there, but what it comes down to is like, can you add more fun? The characters need to stand out, right? You got to have solid dialogue. You got to have more fun when it comes to side missions, bosses, right? Like, why have we not gone back to do- Dead Rising with the psychopaths, right? Like, why are people so afraid to go there and have these awesome moments where you go, oh, my God, it's crazy Bobo the Clown in the kids' pen, or, mm. oh, my God, it's Siegfried Sick Reed- Sick and Roy with the Tigers. Like, why don't we have that? So, yeah, I do oh. think that Dead Island 3 could be a thing, but there's improvements that must be made in this to make this viable, right? Because everybody loves a good open-world collect-a-thon, right? Like. Yeah. We're never going to get away from that in the video game genre, right? And as much as we say zombie fatigue, it is always fun to hack and slash some zombies. And this one has a lot more fun on the hacking slashing sides than Dying Light, especially with the ripping and tearing of the flesh. Like, that looks good, but you got to find a way to elevate the movement for sure. I
2: want to double back to what you are saying there about where are the psychopaths? Mm. There's one part in this game. Obviously, there's no spoilers because there's really not much to spoil in terms of anything going on. But it's a character square off where it's like you're on the Santa Monica Pier, right? And you're going down, and they make a reference early on. Like, yeah, it might sound crazy, but I heard there was a clown over there. And, like, as you're going, you hear the, like, laugh and noise. And, like, Amy's my character, is just like, come on, fight me. What are you doing? It's like, okay, this is interesting. You get to the end. And it's just it's, – I think it's the introduction of the butcher zombie variant type. But it's just a butcher that has clown makeup on. And like, and we've seen the butcher in two other games. And it's just like you fight it. You beat it. I was like, oh, there's – I thought you were, like – I thought we were building to, like, an actual, like, variance rather than it just being, like, oh, it's in clown makeup. Okay. Like, that's, that's what it's missing. Like, so is there room for – like – I it's the weirdest thing. Cause it's a three out of 10. You can go listen to the old oh, IG. <laughs> fuck. Goddamn. It's a three. We're just going to start saying that. All right. Okay. It's a three. You can listen to the other IGN reviews from more than a decade ago of me being like, Hey man, it is what it is, but it's a fun time. Like th- I'm sure you'll get a dead Island three at some point, but like we don't need it. Like what we need is them to blow it up. Right? Like I'm on the website when I was looking for the character names and it's like the much loved zombie saga is back they need to blow it up, blow up that idea. Like not that people do love dead Island for what it is. Like, you know, I love dead Island for what it is. I think it's an okay game. And I, that applies to the other ones that I enjoyed before, but it's like back to formula. Why is this a zombie (laughs) saga? You know what I mean? Like, let's get over trying to tie this into a narrative that no one's, this isn't resident evil. Like no one's like really dug into the umbrella corporation side of this and what's going. It's like, and like the way they end it, like, don't do that. No, don't. I don't want you to do that. Like, that's not, like, that's, that's fine just to be a zombie game. And I think that's what it's missing. You know, even the description here is interesting to read the website, which, of course, is all marketing stuff. But Dead Island 2 is a unique formula of horror, dark humor, and over-the-top zombie slaying, zombie slaying spanning an epic pulp adventure. This thrilling first-person action RPG takes players across a brand-new playground, a hellish version of L.A., or is he- or Hella. Hellay, as we like to call it. Deadline 2 is stylish, vibrant, and flooded with zombie infection. Explore iconic gore-drenched Los Angeles. Meet larger-than-life characters. Slay countless foes in exquisitely bloody detail. And evolve to become the ultimate zombie slayer. It's like, I wish that game game existed. I wish that's what this game is. This game doesn't deliver on the larger-than-life characters. This game doesn't deliver on the dark humor. This game, like... They're, this game, again, I think is fun to play. I enjoyed my time with it. Like, I think other people will, too. I'm excited. Like, I, I want to do eventually a stream where I play with a kind of funny best friends, like Phono Greg, and I come in and I kill zombies with you on PlayStation since it's not cross-play. But it's like, it doesn't live up to what it could be, and I don't know if Dead Island 3 is the answer to that. Mm. I'm sure for, uh, you know, Deep Silver, the franchise, the IP is too big to let languish and let go away or whatever. But I think it is time to really shake up the formula. But I would imagine two developers before them did that, and they
0: didn't like that. Any final words on Dead Island 2?
1: Man, um, you know, just not a good game. Not the best of (laughs) games. Uh, I look forward to seeing the reception for this. I am higher on this game than Saints Row. Right when we talk about beloved franchises that are surprisingly coming back and trying to make a splash in 2023, right? Like, I'm at least walking away from Dead Island going, Hey, you did a better job than Saints Row. And sure, that bar is low, but like, you know, you try to revive a franchise from 10 years ago, that's a tough one in 2023, especially when we look at the gaming landscape full of just like bangers right now, especially with. A big lineup of Star Wars, Redfall, and Tears of the Kingdom right around the corner, right? Like for you to come out and say, "Hey, we're here." It's like, okay, well, you know what? You you tried, and I don't uh, expect myself going back to this.
2: Question for you, Mike, before I mm-hmm. final words and sign off or whatever. You know, you talked earlier about when we were talking about like podcast game or whatever. And you're like, oh man, you know that's not that kind of sucks or whatever. Do you think if you could have played this with the boys, you could have played with Washi, you could have played with Andy, you could have played with Nick, you were all running through and just bashing the shit out of zombies
1: fucking around, horsing around at Discord, would that have been a better experience for you? Would have been a little bit better. I don't think this would have been like a, hey, like we all got to buy this right now at full of course, price of type course. situation, but it definitely would have been like, oh, that would have been more fun. I think it might have like broken the game, right? Because... Four people surrounding one zombie nonstop is going to make it way too easy, right? But I think the idea of co-op, I'll give it to him. It's something that Dead Island is known for, especially with Riptide doing that. Like, that is what this game is about. I think you'll have more fun. Similar to what we'll see in Redfall, right? Of like, co-op is going to elevate these kind of mid-level games to a little bit higher when you share the world with friends. Do you, from what
2: you've played, is Redfall better than this? Because, you know, I'm excited for Redfall as well, even though I haven't played it. But I like the idea of running around and killing uh, vampires in the same way. I
1: like From zombies. what I played of Redfall compared to this, yes, Redfall will be better than this. I don't think by leaps and bounds. But, yes, Redfall, with what Arcane is doing when the gameplay systems itself and yeah. giving the player the sandbox and tools, I think will be better. Yeah, for sure. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, my final thoughts on Dead Island 2 is it's okay. It is a three out of five. It is okay. Uh, $70 game. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone to their computers immediately. <laughs> Click the pre-order button here, and then get. I want physical. I want pop. No, I just want day one edition. The base. Oh Jesus! No, I'm Christ. I'm seeing sixty dollars on Epic. Sixty, at least on PC. PS5. Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> it's taking so many. Seventy
2: bucks on PlayStation Five. Ah, Ooh. That's tough. Xbox Series X also. <laughs> that's tough, Yeah. yeah that's that's. that's, 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 that's that. Anyways, uh, it's. It is an okay game. Uh, I enjoy playing it until one of the big hitters comes along. I'm going to keep playing it and working on that platinum and try to do it. I, I, will I ever get to it? We'll see how the year is always gets away from me. But I enjoy playing it because I enjoy these kind of games. I've always enjoyed the fallout, sne- the far cry, mm-hmm. the horizon, sneak into the area, kill everybody, go through everyone's pockets, get all the things, go back to your base, make yourself stronger, go back out and do it again. But that's all this game is. I think elevated is, is a great word, right? It never elevates past that. That's what I mean by it's a flat three. It's a flat okay. It's, a, it's an okay video game. I think you can have that level of fun for your first 30 minutes and be like, oh, okay, no. Or you can keep going and it will incrementally get better with you know add-ons and mods and things like that. But it's never going to cross the threshold where you're like, fuck, yes, ah, this is great, blah, blah. But the completionist in me always wants to go back and do those things and just check every box and get everything and see every quest.
1: Will you sing the song for me one time? Who do you voodoo, bitch?
2: I got a zombie army and you can't harm me. Who do you voodoo, bitch? Everybody look up Sam B's work from Dead Island. Sorely lacking. Fucking Andy didn't even know it. (laughs) Andy didn't (laughs) even
1: know it. Sorely lacking that song, nonstop playing in the background of this video game. God. Well, before we wrap up, Andy
0: Cortez, you have a couple games we want to talk about.
3: Just real quick. Yeah. uh, I've been playing Mage Seeker. Oh, how is it? Um, I've been. I got more and more into it, Greg. I can confirm that it's a game that I would recommend. I don't think it's like necessarily blowing me away yet, but Made Seeker is a top-down action RPG, uh, very pixel style by the developers who made... Moonlighter. Moonlighter. One of my favorite games uh, of recent memory. The cool thing about it is um, Riot Games is kind of... They kind of remind me of what Marvel does, where they just kind of go out to a bunch of developers and say, hey, make games with our IP. And so... Um, rather than this being kind of developed in-house, we've seen them go out and have like a side-scroller game make, made and like a turn-based game made. This is a top-down action RPG, um, you, similar to if you've seen, and uh, I think when Greg saw this, he's like, oh, Andy loves Hyper Light Drifter. He would love this. Uh, you play the role of a League of Legends character named Silas. This is all based, uh, based in the Runeterra Terra um universe or whatever the League. of you legends don't even know about
2: league of legends i did the gdc demo and Correct. i started the game like it's not meant to be like oh you have to know league
3: yeah pretty uh pretty cool systems and mechanics um you are essentially somebody who can steal spells from people and it's all very elemental based so if there's like two fire mages in the arena that you're fighting and two ice mages you steal the ice power from that dude throw it at the fire guy and he's going to take a lot of uh, a lot more damage you could just hack away at people if you'd like, but there's a, a kind of really cool strategy that goes uh, into it. So I'm enjoying it so far. I'm enjoying the characters and the dialogue. The music's great. Um, it's something I want to keep on playing for sure. And then I recently beat Fallen Order for the first time since it came out. Jedi Fallen Order. Um, not a game of the year. Fuck you. But a really good game. That's, Yay! Top that's, ten. Top ten. Yeah, that's a, that's a four out of five on the kind of funny list for me. Um, it's still like super. It's still buggy in a lot of spaces, which really? is kind of like surprising me long? To, be this, <laughs> to be this years later to be this late into it. There's a lot of like just enemies that uh, I was I was talking to my Twitch chat and I was like, it feels like these enemies are playing on a European server, <laughs> so like I'm getting like a weird kind of like lag between this fight and I don't know why they're acting this way. Um, it it felt like I was fighting the game a lot as opposed to like fighting enemies uh, in some cases, but. I still had a very good time with it. All the characters are still great. It looks absolutely insane on PC. Um, And again, I need Greg and his uh, PC character to kind of pop out more because we need to shame these developers more into and pressure them into making better PC ports because this PC port was still dropping a fuckload of frames. I have a Core i9 processor with a 4090 and those areas where I'm like, why am I getting 20 frames per second right here? Please, Greg, I need you to up. just shame them the more and more.
2: <laughs> hey, PC players, it's me, Greg Miller, oh, the, the man who's meant to lead the you port next to a fucking sap like you. This guy's trying to play a game from years ago with a 4080 cord attachment or some shit, <laughs> and it still doesn't work. <laughs> Why would he do this? <laughs> how much money did you spend on that? It? it didn't even work. I, no, you I'm... could play it on any of the nice consoles on your big TV, but instead you sit in your smelly fart chair just fucking trying to get it to work and it doesn't work. Why do that? I, I want
3: you to... Why? <laughs> I'm trying to get him to pressure the developers. I'm sorry, I'll pressure the
2: developers. Developers. Stop making PC games! (laughs) (laughs) They don't work! (laughs) They don't work and nobody likes them! Focus on the console stuff. Leave the PC people to go to their little chat rooms and get caught by Chris Hansen. Damn! Goddamn!
0: <laughs> I didn't think we're damn. bringing Chris into this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: here's here's the uh, here's the the Wookies. Why Wookiees. does the Wookie
0: look so bad? They, yeah, they, they I forgot they look how bad these guys are. Awful.
3: They don't they don't look great in this world. But yeah. I like this game still. There are so many moments in this game though that I'm like, God, if this game came out today. I'd be like, wow, this is a gorgeous video game. We're a days away from the
0: next one. Obviously, you've seen footage from the new one,
3: and then you can immediately kind of tell the difference. But I had the same sort of feeling when I replayed through uh, God of War 2018, where it aged really well in a lot of ways. Um, I would say, like, I'm still super stoked for the sequel, because I know we always talk about lessons learned on this podcast. Mm. And I think Respawn has a lot of lessons that they would have learned from... Um, just how do we amp up the old gameplay? Holy fuck. Like not being able to fast travel to these bonfires Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. egregious. Like Mm -hmm. having to go all the way back and fucking Metroidvania your ass to there. Like the fact that there was never fast travel, like broke my brain. I, I, I couldn't believe that it wasn't an addition later on or whatever. Uh, when you end up meeting one of the NPCs that like can teleport and stuff chat a lot of people went to her like it would have been really cool if you could unlock fast travel here when you meet her yeah as a part of the mechanic and kind of have it yeah. play with the world but unfortunately no there was a lot of moments where but I was that's like night, oh, uh, that's night sister magic Andy she she can't teach a Jedi though. I mean you she just know like, medical reasons magic.
2: why I spell the magic she, with a CK yeah. at the end too oh, yeah. so cool. yeah. I love that that's magic. actually yeah. another good one for Dead Island 2 as well actually where you eventually unlocked uh, fast travel via maps and like the safe places mm-hmm. but I was at like then that's stuff where I, I killed the thing at the pier and I'm like all right, quest done. Run back to that Gotta place. Run, back. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah, <laughs> run back there.
2: Click on the map. Like, Maybe after I beat the game, you give me a pocket map that Don't I be can afraid. point to. It, yeah, yeah. To it. yeah <laughs> I
3: never want to see Daphne or ever again. That place is god-awful, and, sure. tra- and traversing through it is just such a pain in the ass. Um, but still a very, very good game. Game of the year. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen,
0: how stoked are you? for Star Wars I Survivor. Let us know in the comments below. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Gamescast, where each and every week we get together to talk about the hottest topics in video games live on Patreon and later on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and on podcast services around the globe. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.